Welcome back, Love Renegades, to another episode on the Seeds of Love podcast. Just taking a moment to <sighs> love that. Breathe. How often do we do that? Just like take another one. <laughs> I love that. Just a moment in the day. Mm-hmm. Over the past couple of weeks, I've spoken to so many on the topic of body image. It has really grown into this beautiful opportunity to discuss a deeper area of life, and that is self-image and identity. One of the things we wanted to bring light to today was the topic of solitude. And we both know through our own experiences that our greatest growth has come from those moments. And they've actually become more of a sacred space for us within our daily lives and growth. So that's what we wanted to discuss first as we begin the climb to the peak of the self-love and the self-identity mountain and, uh, you know, loving yourself when you get there fully and how solitude is key in this ongoing journey of life. Yeah. So I wanted to um, bring this quote that I got from my Carolyn Mays um, retreat. And um, it's part of that whole unpacking around the subject of what does it feel like for you to feel whole? Love renegades. Do you know? Do you have any idea what it means to feel whole spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally? And so over the next few weeks, we're going to unpack that, um, that whole, whole big topic. So here's, here's this um, beautiful passage from my retreat. The core mystical truth of the soul is that we are the one There is no separation. We are all one. When people don't heal, they can't activate this truth. Their egos want them to be better, more superior. There are diseases that thrive on this need, this need to be more, to be more separate, to be more superior. The way in which we'll make it through this time in history is the oneness of us. The change that is needed is in each of us. If I'm not taking care of you, I'm not taking care of myself. The soul needs reflection, prayer, and contemplation. You need to take care of the soul. It's everything for your life. I love that. And so part of that, and I think that, that the, the contemplation part of that is solitude having having a space daily in your life where you find time for solitude whether that's a minute an hour whatever that is it's finding that space for you yeah and i know you know especially in relationships and stuff people you know space is almost like this love language that people don't give each other so once in a while it's like sometimes you just need some space and people can sometimes take that personally it's like what do you mean you need space for me it's like no 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 i just need a minute to come back to myself and uh, settle in and have some time to myself to do the things that i need to do for me um you know and as in energy work actually Um, As a polarity practitioner, we talk about the five elements and one element that it all starts with is ether. And that element is all about space. And without the space, the rest of the elements can't come in. It's like you can't, it's like, you know, when you buy a house 
And it's like, if you don't have the house, you just have all this furniture, you got nowhere to put it. So you need the mm-hmm. space first. So it's like space no, no, no. first. It's like you create the space for growth. You create the space for solitude and other things have an opportunity to come in. So where on your schedule is uh, the priority written of solitude? You know, I know a lot of people don't really put that in their, their schedules or, you know, they don't have time. It's um, not a prioritized piece of their day. You know, what do you mean prioritize time? And it's like that little bit of time in the morning before the house gets crazy where you can just enjoy that coffee to yourself. Or are you sleeping in and getting right up with everybody else and it's just go, 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 go. And that's just how you start your day, you know? And really, I believe that when you check in with your energy, and you check in with yourself, especially first, first in the morning, it gives you this sort of like a one up on the rest of your day. You just sort of start your day in solitude and you come in um, with yourself first and get settled into yourself first. You then begin to like ask yourself those questions of like, what do I need to do today? Who needs me on my A game? What are the things I need to accomplish? What's the schedule look like? Rather than just kind of like flying by the seat of your pants and in that state of, you know, like fight, flight, freeze, run like a chicken. It's just like you have a little bit more of a handle on yourself and a little bit more of a handle on other things as well. And it's like, are you making time for that solitude for your spiritual practice? And we've talked about that, even if it's just like, you know, time for meditation or time to breathe. And we talk about journaling a lot and like some people in their time of solitude they journal and that's their time of devotion or their time of just writing to a higher part of themselves or a time where they just put a pen to paper and they express it right and just see what comes out and sometimes for people it's in those moments of solitude that their greatest wisdom comes through and I really believe that when we go into that space of solitude and stillness it's like we give ourselves a moment to come out of stress and go into the relaxing mode and gives our body time to heal. And so I actually feel that solitude is very nourishing to the body and the spirit. Yeah. And so, you know, I, uh, the quote, the words, uh, I just need a minute. Don't underestimate the value of a minute. You know, um, when uh, I was telling Stacy earlier, when my husband was working uh, in a very stressful environment, he would get home after the drive, you know, 40 minute drive in really heavy traffic after a really stressful day. And there were times when he'd come home and he'd be so agitated in such a state. And, you know, he wanted to be there, be excited about being home to see everybody. But at the same time, he was like so overwhelmed from the day. And, so we got, we had a conversation and we got to the point where he would take time. He would get home. He would go up to our bedroom. He would take his uniform off, which also took that part of his day off, have a shower, wash away the day and just take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever he needed to just wind down and relax from that overwhelm. And then, so that was his solitude, those moments when he was just able to just unwind for himself but it can also be and I you know I have the perspective I have the nursing perspective so I'm going to speak 
to those those people out there that are in in the nursing community and other communities that are as stressful as nursing communities because in nursing what happens is that you become so overwhelmed because you're going from this patient to the next patient and this patient's bell is ringing and that that person is needing you to help them with this person and you end up feeling overwhelming anxiety and rarely do you stop and go okay i just need a minute and really all it takes is to remove yourself because you know what in 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 just those few minutes we think that we are so important and we are but nothing bad is going to happen if you just take a minute go into a quiet space even if it's to go into the bathroom sit down and just take a few a few pardon me few minutes and deep breathe and just come back home to self come back home to that space within you that says everything is okay i am love i am light and everything is okay because if you don't do that we end up you know stressed and and that's just not a good place for us to be ever right so when you're feeling that way and you just wish you could take a minute take a minute go to your car go to your go to the bathroom do whatever you have to in that moment you know solitude doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have um a specific place and time that you're in solitude that's what we aim for we would really love you to do that but it also means that there are times throughout your day when solitude can be the difference between between making your day or breaking your day really right yeah it actually makes me think of like you know when something drops in and you just have to change the schedule like something changed something came up and it's like we don't really do that with our energy of like you know what something come up came up and i just need to prioritize solitude for a minute so that i can come back to presence and that i can come and be fully here because right now all i can think about and i'm not even listening to you and i'm not here in this conversation because all i can think about is what happened 10 minutes ago you know on the floor that was really traumatic or was you know really highly charged energy. And it's like, I just need to come back into my body. Because essentially for me, I think that's what that I need to take a minute because I'm so up in my head mm-hmm. and I need to come back into my body. I need to get my heart rate under control. You know, I need to like breathe, get some oxygen in me, think clearly, you know, and then, okay, what do you need from me? And I feel like managers do that. Um, and sometimes managers don't, and some, you can tell the difference sometimes between ones who are like being run by the day rather yeah. than the ones who are still staying in the lead and staying calm and in charge. It's like, you could tell there's like a difference in their presence on the yeah. floor. Yeah. Um, so it's like, they can be these little micro moments in the day when you check yourself of like, okay, I just need to, you know, instead of being in the lunchroom at lunchtime, it's like, I go out to my car and mm-hmm. I just like either listen to something that calls me in. To my body I just sit and enjoy the sun I just go to my car and I breathe or I look at the trees or I listen to a song that brings me back into my body or I talk to my spouse just to say hi see how their day is going remember that I'm in a you know this I have this beautiful family mm-hmm. how grateful am I oh my god my family's so beautiful mm-hmm. what a what a light nice little reminder that I like that you know I have this beautiful life that I get to go home to or maybe it's just you call a friend, you have a quick chat, you know, just come back into here. Oh, right. 
my body, I can get out of my head for a second, you know? And I think that's that piece of where like mindfulness comes in. You check your energy, you know, like, where am I at? What do I need right now? Do you need to take the minute? And if you find yourself like in self judgment and chastising yourself of like, you know, I like, I don't have time for this. Who has time for this? Nobody has time to like get solitude. Nobody has time to prioritize that. Like I have this going on and this going on and this going on. It's like, who told you that you can't prioritize two seconds of your day to just breathe? Yeah. And really that's up, that's up to you. That's, I mean, it's your body, it's your breath, it's your lungs, it's your life, it's your soul, it's your state of being, how you get to choose up is of your own decision. Yeah. And whoever told you that it's not okay to prioritize yourself and it's not okay to prioritize solitude, you get to decide whether or not they're still talking to you and you're still listening. <laughs> you know, it's like, I totally, it's allowed. I'm allowed to give myself two seconds to just kind of like come back into my body and breathe. And you know what guys, I feel like as you do it more and more, it almost like it gets quicker. It's like, you can come back in a little bit easier. You know how to like breathe, how much time you need to do it, how many you need to take. Okay. No, I just need like, you know, 10 more seconds. You know, I just need like 10 more seconds and I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And it's like, you settle in a little bit more, you settle in a little bit more. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready. And sometimes we find ourselves, we get so caught up and we're up in our heads because we're thinking about other people, like getting so stressed out about other people and their lives and their decisions and what decisions they're making and how they're living their life. And well, if I was a manager, I'd do it this way. And da, da, da. it's like, that's not your business <laughs> right now. It's like your business is your state of mind and your state of being and how you're showing up to all of that. And if we're all caught up in everybody else's business, I mean, we're probably not going to be in more of that, like at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, if you ever need any proof that solitude is important in your life, just take a minute. And when you're in stress, do, do a pulse count, count your pulse for a minute, and then take a few minutes and do some deep breathing and then count your pulse again. And I can guarantee you that your pulse will have dropped significantly. Even if you do it for two minutes, your pulse drops like 10 points. It's really incredible what you do to your body when Mm -hmm. you take those few minutes. Really, Yeah. And you know, people who go to like a massage therapist would probably say that too. (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't have to do anything for an hour. What? Yeah. You know, and, and we kind of talked about this early on. It's like, if you have, you know, friends or family or spouse who say prioritize like they go to yoga class and you don't really get yoga it's not really like what are you just stretching right but to someone that could be that time within the week that might actually be a few days a week or it's a daily practice for them that allows them to get to the place of stillness within themselves where they can hear themselves and a voice from within that Mm -hmm. is hard to hear out in the hustle bustle of the day And then, you know, and also what about the husband or the partner or the friend who likes to go golfing and they go by themselves and you don't understand it. It's like, why would you go to hit a ball? Like golf's so boring, but it's not to everybody. Right. And for some people, maybe golf and what you're actually seeking is that time of solitude is that time of space, you know? And I think sometimes in relationships, especially people it's like they're desiring space they just don't know how to communicate it or they don't want to hurt each other's feelings Mm -hmm. even in friendships like maybe you just need space from a friendship 
or a space from a connection or a space from a specific kind of conversation. Because it could be that too. I just need space from this topic. You know, it's like, I'm not looking for any more advice on this. Yeah. Maybe you're done with that. And so then sometimes I feel like it comes down to communication of communicating your need for solitude and understanding that when you're going out hunting with the guys for a week, that's you asking for space and solitude. And it's not anyone taking anything personally. You're just in need of solitude. You're just needing need of stillness and space and maybe nature and connection to yourself and to reconnect and get some time with your friends doing something, whatever it is, golf, hunting, whatever your choice. Mm -hmm. So essentially it's like, sometimes I feel in relationships, it's like we're, we don't want to ask for space because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but it's not that we're asking from asking for space from this person because they're too much or we don't like them or, you know, they're setting us off. It's, I just need space because I need to be with myself. Capital Mm -hmm. S. Because yeah. life has gotten very noisy. Life has gotten very loud. When was the last time I checked in with my goals? When was the last time I checked in with the things that I really want in life, the things that I prioritize? And I feel like when you give yourself that time for reflection and you give yourself that time of solitude, you start to hear that voice again that already knows. It's like that internal knowing that's already speaking to you, but it, we're just so busy and it's so loud that we can't hear it mm-hmm. because we're not prioritizing our silent solitude. Yeah. And, you know, if you're spending a lot of time um, thinking about the things that are lacking in your life, the things that aren't going the way you want, and you're not prioritizing that inner peace, then you're really, really, sounds really maybe, um, I don't know, like I'm overstating it, but I don't think I am when I say that you are damaging your soul. The more and more that you just look at the lack and and not prioritizing that inner peace, the more that you're hurting your soul. Yeah, it's uh, like you're starving. Yeah, it's like you I need to feed before. it. Yeah, yeah. So, um you know, that brings to mind this quote from Carolyn Mays. Um, we must have faith and trust in ourselves in order to feel whole. We don't do this very well. And when we don't, there's just, we don't do well. We just don't do well. You know, that that whole being is full and it's light and it's fulfilled. And, you know, do you know even what it means to feel whole? Do you know what it means to feel whole in your body, in your mind, in your spirit? Are you willing to take the time, Rilla Renegades, to prioritize time to figure that out? Like, do you know, do you know that if you're really, really, if you're, if you're really being whole for your soul, you're feeding your body good food. You're feeding your body good. Um, well, it's like life energy. Prana. Good. It's prana. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you running because you feel like you need to run to lose weight? Or are you running because it feeds your soul? Because when you're out on a run, you feel 
alive and you and you're able to get into that contemplative state because you know if you're running and you're and you're in pain the whole time then that's not good for your soul you know if you're running because you feel like you have to lose that extra two pounds even though it's hurting your body that's not feeding your soul if you're not spending time in spirit if you're not spending time in contemplation and solitude spending time bringing all of those parts of yourself back home you're not feeding your soul everything you do as a whole being feeds your soul and every time that you don't do that then you're not there's then you're not going to be able to be centered there's always going to be something off you're feeding the ego and not the soul well i love that piece you talked about are you running because you're taking everything in and you're you know like you're con you're in that contemplating life and and breathing in and smelling the trees like you know that like you're just kind of like one with the nature when you're out there and it's just you and it's just the pavement and there's no competition and you know i think sometimes you know it can be like that for people it's almost like a flow state Mm -hmm. like so you don't necessarily like going into solitude isn't just like sitting in this black room like your solitude could be you doing that thing that fills you up so much with so much energy in life that when you're doing it you for like you don't even know how much time has passed it's like it's like an hour feels like five minutes because it's like a flow state i know people who feel like that when they're doing jujitsu and that's why they go to jujitsu because it helps them get into flow state or people who go mountain biking and they feel like they're in flow state when they're in mountain biking and people who knit people who crochet or do macrame like it's just a moment that they sit with themselves to do this thing whatever that is for you there's not one way to get solitude but it's no, just this exactly. piece that i do for myself mm -hmm. and you know if you're so busy that you don't have time to shower you know, I hear that a lot. It's like, I don't have time to shower, let alone just go have my solitude. But your shower could be that solitude time. Mm -hmm. At least that place within your life where you can start to make it happen is like, I'm having my shower because I need my space from all of this. And mm -hmm. loving each other enough, especially in relationships, loving each other enough and respecting each other enough to give each other the space and not, I'm going to be here and i'm and you're i'm gonna leave for the weekend you got to take care of this it's like th those could be micro spaces within the day where it's like i'm gonna take care of this so that you can have your space and i think a lot of times we ask for it and can be like aggressive or it can be you know we, we you know we're just so done and we're so like we're unraveling because it's like yeah. we need it so badly and it's like we're asking from that space of like the unravel and like the, the rage is asking for the space rather than just this, you know what, I really, I need, I need some space. I need to take a minute and understanding that you're, you're going to get it, but you just need to ask for it and speaking up for yourself and your needs. And, you know, if, if you're in a relationship where if you're asking for space or that's something for your needs and it's not received well, and again, I would in include people to go back and listen to the boundaries episode where it's, mm -hmm. if you value space, you know, and you value your solitude and you're communicating that to somebody and they're not really respecting it, you know, then, and then go to the rumble episode that we had Mariano on where we talk about what to do then, 
you know, and re like kind of renegotiate it because if something new for you is putting in this solitude practice, other people are going to have to get used to that being in your schedule and you not being so available for just a minute. You know, mm -hmm. I just, need and I a minute. feel like that's, I feel like when I, when I hear that, when I hear that piece, I feel like that's what I consider to be grace and love. When you have grace and love, it's giving your, each other that time where you, where you gracefully say, I love you enough to say, you need this time, go. I love you enough to say, you know what, babe? I got the kids. You go and have a nice long, don't just have a quick two-minute shower. Go and have a nice long bath. I got this. I've got you. That's grace and love. Mm -hmm. And in, in all relationships, friendships, friendships, we should all be aware enough to be able to give that to one another, that grace and love, as opposed to, again, coming from ego and going, yeah, but what about me? What about me? You've been at work all day. I've been home with the kids. What about me? Where's my time? What happens over time, if you give each other that grace and love, is that it starts going back and forth as opposed to it's all about me. It becomes all about us. Mm -hmm. you I know just... I'm sorry to interrupt you no, that's okay. <laughs> I know you know when I worked with kids for a while one of the things I think you know that I would help me develop such a strong rapport with them was when I could tell that they were worked up about something and instead of me prying and instead of me pulling and instead of me constantly trying to get something out of them I just asked them if they just needed some space and their reaction they would tell me is yes or no and then i had to respect that as well so i had to see that this person in front of me whether it's a child whether it's a friend whoever that this individual soul in front of me was feeling overwhelmed or something was going on i got to offer this okay, do you need space or can I support you in another way right now? And if what they need is space, then respecting it and not taking it personally like I had done something wrong, right? And just honoring that. And I think sometimes when people actually respect our space, it's like we actually develop a greater rapport and a greater trust and a greater bond with people when we can just see that that's what this person needs and that they can't just be on all the time and they're not gonna be still and silent and like, you know, the top of their game all the time. They can try. I would imagine that burnout might be a big possibility. But like giving yourself those moments of rest. And a friend and I talked about that today of really honoring sort of that turtle medicine of just slowing it down and giving yourself that almost as much as it's sacred solitude, it's like this sacred rest. And they're both very important to come back to center. So we welcome you to begin the daily habit of solitude this week. No distractions, just you. <sighs> Breathe, <laughs> do it now. Reflect maybe, you know, do some journaling. Just come back to center. Settle in, ease up. Take your foot off the gas. And just take a minute and may your solitude become sacred as well. Lots of love from me, Stacey. And so many blessings from me, Barb. See ya.